The All-Star break is officially behind us, and there's 30 games to go with zero time to waste. On today's edition of the show, we'll be talking about what the Panthers will need to do to make the postseason these last 30 games and preview tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. All on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Monday, February 6th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Ramondo Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mondoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to subscribe to whichever podcast app you listen to Lockdown Panthers and the YouTube page as of this recording. At 3.09 p.m., just four hours before puck drop before the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning, we are two subscribers away from 200. So go on right ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll, we'll, you'll get all of your content in relation to the Panthers as they try to make the postseason with these last 30 games to go. And let's just get right into it. I mean, I mean, what what a month of January that it was for the Panthers. I mean... Eight, eight, four, and two in the month, and it's just it was it was quite a few ups and downs, a little bit of adversity with the team, as well, all resulting in a six forty three points percentage, which was their best month of the season. I mean, you could say that that stretch might have saved the Panthers' season. I mean, even in the game against Boston, which was once again their first win of the season when they when they trailed both in the first and second period. And all this with the month of January being the third worst PK percentage too in that month of January, while still being first on the power play too, and their goal differential at zero in the month, it's still well within striking distance. But what does what do the Florida Panthers need to do in order to make the postseason i mean 96 is usually the benchmark i mean yeah in 2019 we've spoken about it before how the panthers were have the record for most points in the nhl to not qualify for the playoffs so that's the that's the benchmark that's needed and you're going to need 42 points in the last 30 games uh, 42 points out of 60 which is Good for a 700 points percentage, which the Florida Panthers haven't had a big stretch of the season where they've played up to that standard. So you take the month of January and you're going to need to take it up a little bit more of a notch already. And listen, a good amount of your home home schedule is left. Only one major road trip left on the season, which is will actually be next week. We're back to back in Minnesota and St. Louis, Washington and Nashville in that and the most important game in that one will be that Thursday game against the um, Washington Capitals and that's one of the teams you're chasing and they got a little bit of help on the on the days off that they had in between the all-star break with Buffalo losing at home uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes on the last uh, game right before the all-star break that the whole NHL was off but not only will the Panthers need to continue their f- 
firing hot power play. But you're going to need to just stay out of the damn box. And when you when you look at the Panthers, I mean, PK percentage is 25th in the NHL. In, in the NHL, good for seventh worst in, in the league. But let's also think about the amount of penalties they've taken too. 256 pe- total penalties. And that is 23 more penalties, not penalty minutes, penalties taken more than the next worst team. Yeah, sure, they're averaging the most shots on goal a game at 35.7. They're right at that point last year. But not all shots are created equal. Ninth in shots against. And man, could that number be down if you're not down a man consistently over the next 30 games? And even even when the Panthers were had a system last year, running gun, they they weren't giving. They were still very well in the top ten of shots given up to the opposition, which is completely taken a one eighty this year. But what's the issue with the Panthers? They're having a hard time clearing the zone, and it helps when you're not winning defensive zone faceoff, your board battles, and consistently losing the puck when the other team is forechecking you. That's really what has happened for the Panthers. And also, when you think of the ups and downs of the defense, the penalty kill, and even the goaltenders, we haven't really seen a big stretch outside of Sergei Bobrovsky in, in the month of December till the time he got injured against the Montreal Canadiens just two weeks ago or or three weeks ago, uh, it was on uh, January nineteenth when that when that injury happened. So, oh, om- almost three weeks ago. So we haven't had seen a major stretch of great goaltending. We saw it a little bit with Spencer Knight at the beginning of the season, but then injuries have held have held him back. And even Spencer Knight, I mean, coming coming back from from the AHL after two starts, one of them being a shutout and still not starting. And you got to give credit to Alex Lyon, a little bit of an unsung hero for the Panthers. The numbers might not say it, but the the Panthers in this stretch of games where Alex Lyon was was, was playing every single one of them, including back both sets of back-to-backs right before the All-Star break, he himself could have helped the Panthers save their season. And there's not an update right now on Cap Friendly on... Alex Lyon being sent down to the AHL, but he wasn't at morning skate this morning and, but was at practice yesterday. So, but with the emergency loan of, of, of Alex Lyon, uh, chances are he's going to go back to AHL Charlotte without going through waivers. So that's a good sign for the Panthers, but save really was the reason why the Panthers won that game against the Boston Bruins, because that could have easily been like six or seven goals given up to Boston. I mean, power play was hot. The Panthers couldn't do anything against Igor Shesterkin throwing a lot of muffins. The defense was up and down uh, against the Penguins. And then Phoenix Copley on the other side, the the Panthers offense couldn't do anything and really played the second half of that game was a tale of two halves, but Alex Lyon was a big unsung hero. And if if the Panthers do in fact make the playoffs, let's not forget that stretch that Alex Lyon had. But the Panthers goaltending is 
is right back, and that's a that's a great thing. That they had this over a week stretch where they've had a little bit of rest, and we're going to talk a little bit about that in segment number two here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Athletic Greens. And our next partner is a product I literally use every day, and I started using AG1 because, as I've said before, sometimes you need a little bit of a break from the coffee, as you know, ventanita culture in South Florida is very real, that you can just, it's very convenient to just go up to a window, order your coffee, and then just walk away. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens help you start your day right this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health nervous system immune system energy recovery focus and aging all the things right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition with just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Segment number two here on this Monday, February 6th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And if you noticed, this is our second episode of the day. And wanted to dedicate the first episode just wrapping up All-Star Weekend, of course. The Panthers took the ice on Sunday. No breaks in between the All-Star game and being right back at practice with there being a Monday game. Of course, there's a big sense of urgency needing, once again, a 700 points percentage in order to have a chance to qualify for the postseason. And with some of the results of other games falling the way that they've had for, for the Panthers, Listen, you get that 700 points percentage, chances are you're in, uh, unless one of the other teams just uh, just finds a way to get on a run on, on their own. And speaking of All-Star break, uh, Matthew Kachuk did earn first star of the week what for what it's worth based on his performance in the All-Star game, even though <laughs> that doesn't really mean anything as far as All-Star game performance. But hey, uh, it's... Uh, it's a little bit of a uh, badge of honor uh, for 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 Matthew Kachuk him, himself, but you know the Paul Maurice spoke about how it it's really fortunate about the players who were dinged up. There's seven to eight people in the in the training room uh, trying to get some treatment, and some of those guys have felt a little bit better with breaks. And the Panthers just the last two seasons, even prior to this break going on every time they've come out of one they've come out firing on all cylinders you talk about the covid break from last year the all-star break slash olympic break last season and even out of the break this time around from the the past christmas break yeah sure they dropped the first one against the new new york rangers but but went on a little bit of a run and and that included going four different games in four different time zones when you were seeing from Detroit all the way to Vegas and also doing this without Patrick Hornquist as well and Anthony Duclair still not making his debut where but which both of them have 
been practicing with non-contact jerseys. And Paul Maurice did speak about the status of Anthony Duclair, which he spoke about how he wants to give Anthony Duclair the option of when he's personally ready. And I like that, honestly. And I spoke about it weeks ago. How much does the Max Pacioretty injury, which Pacioretty has been placed on LTIR, and Carolina now has $10 million in cat space. So, man, Carolina, they were my pick to make it to the Stanley Cup final. And just with this $10 million in cat space added, there looks like they're going to be big uh, swingers as far as the trade deadline coming up with that much in cap space as well with Pacioretty. No way in hell that he comes back for the postseason with that much of an injury. And listen, that first step and accelerating at a, at a high speed, it's more mental than it is physical. And if your mind's not right, it, it's going to be really hard to try to to accelerate at a high speed. And of course, uh, which helps the Panthers when it comes to rush chances, but the the finishing ability too when it when it comes to an injury like an Achilles which most of the time nine times out of ten those are non-contact injuries and it kind of takes me also back to the mental side of things when it comes to the Olympics with Simone Biles where, where she was having a hard time with her mental health and that she had to skip a few events due to everything that was going on with, with her and I empathize with that and I empathize that the same thing with with Duke. And whenever he's ready, he'll be ready. And as far as the transactions to send Alex Lyon down, if there isn't a corresponding move for the Cats and it's just his salary taken off the table, that means there'll be 21 players rostered for the Panthers. And if you bring Duclair back, you won't need to, based on the cap space, they'll be, they'll have maybe around like over a million in in cap space. If Lyon gets sent down, you don't make a corresponding move, and then later this week Anthony Duclair comes back, you'll still have about a million in cap space, and you'll have at least twenty two. So maybe that's what's taking so long for the Panthers to and cap friendly to update the moves because. Right now, even though Sergey Bobrovsky is starting tonight, which Paul Maurice confirmed, there hasn't been a transaction on the page just yet. So we could see Grigory Denisenko for maybe a game too. And then sent right back down to bring Anthony Duclair back. So it could be literally any moment now for for the Panthers. I'm not gonna speculate when. But Paul Maurice did say that by the end of the week, we could very well see Duke in a regular Panthers jersey. Doesn't mean he'll be activated immediately, but it, it's a, it will be a really good sign. But at the same time, there was a time where Ekblad was wearing a non-contact jersey, and then the very next day, he played. So you, you just never know what what the what they're going to do as far as taking care of their players. I mean, Matthew, Matthew Kachuk today uh, took the option uh, for uh, no morning skate. Of course, when, when you, when you don't really have a much of an all-star break, like the rest of your team, of, of course, uh, 
not a problem in my opinion. I mean, he's a leading scorer for the Panthers as well. And just it, it, it's go time for this team. And you know that Kachuk's going to be ready. You know, if Anthony Duclair gets activated, that he's going to find a way to be ready. And we could see this activation of Duke as the Panthers' trade deadline acquisition. That was the talk of Pacioretty when he came back first the first time around, right before he re-injured his Achilles. So, but it, it won't... If the Panthers still are unable to kill off penalties, which I believe that they're going to try to make a small-ish move to bring in some penalty killers, maybe one or two, a forward and a defenseman, that that could be a minor move. You're not going to see drastic moves as well for the Panthers to try to improve this team because, listen, the Panthers could very well give the Boston Bruins a challenge shall they meet in, in the first round. But I'm not liking the Panthers' chances in beating them in a seven-game series. Not going to lie. I, I Like, Boston has just been that great. Linus Allmark has just been great. Bergeron doesn't look like he's slowing down, even though there's still speculation on whether he's going to return next season. I mean, you have two different pairs of Hampus Lindholm on one and Charlie McAvoy on the other. So everybody, it's a more free-flowing game under under Jim Montgomery. But still, what are, what are the Panthers going to – they still need to make some type of move to improve the PK. Because if, if you, I don't care if they repeat another month of first in power play percentage, but if they finish third worst again, like they did in the month of January in PK percentage, you're not going to make it to postseason. You're just not. And listen, they can score. And of course, the health of the goaltending really matters. I mean, let's just talk about Spencer Knight real quick. His last game was January 8th against the Dallas Stars. And even before that, Spencer Knight wasn't looking his best. Of course, uh, one of those last five games right before he went down with the injury was one of them was the road game against the Boston Bruins as well. The game against the Carolina Hurricanes, I mean, special teams just let the Panthers down. They couldn't get anything uh, going against Carolina. And then major three of the four goals, if I remember correctly, were on the on the PK and then the fourth one, I believe was just as the PK was expiring. So you could basically count that as a power play goal for Carolina, but just uh, the ability, the inability to stay healthy for Spencer has, has hindered him from getting into some type of groove. And it's encouraging that he did get a shutout in eight in with Charlotte just recently, like a little over a week ago. But consistent playing time for him as well is is what's uh, necessary for him to get a little bit of a group. I still think it's going to be Bobrovsky's net because of how he performed prior to it. But in the starts that we do see from Spencer, it's cannot have a letdown. Um, we could very well see him play against the San Jose Sharks, and he's going to start one of the back-to-back -back, uh, games next Monday and Tuesday, either Minnesota or St. Louis, which both are winnable games, uh, beat Minnesota on home ice. But the the one game against the Blues, that one was one that you let slip away in the final minutes as 
Jordan Cairo was just incredible uh, in in their in their comeback. And you let that guy loose, and he's gonna definitely uh, make you pay. And that's a that was that little stretch of when it was blowing a lead against St. Louis, and then you go on a Western Canadian trip, and then it happens the same thing in Edmonton as as well. So. It's gonna. You're gonna. You're you're gonna need your goaltenders to not only be healthy, but to just go on a go on a little bit of a of a run as well. And of course, the the PK for the Panthers is just. You need to not be on a pace, like you were in the first 52 games of 256 total penalties. It's gotta you. It's gotta go way down because you're not spending enough time in your offensive zone. And and listen, there's a philosophy with uh, with with this. It's like offense, you rest because you're in control. Defense, you're always on your toes. Give yourself a little opportunity to quote unquote rest as far as being in control. And it starts with not going to the boxes often. So in segment number three, we are going to preview tonight's Florida Panthers matchup versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. 7 p.m. at FLA Live Arena. But first, we're going to tell you all about FanDuel. And FanDuel Sportsbook is now the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And for FanDuel, this is your chance to get a free first sweat, no sweat first bet when you sign up with FanDuel. Make sure to Sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to participate in your first no-sweat first bet up to $3,000. It's secure. It's super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid on your winnings easily. So once again, join FanDuel.com slash LockedOn so you can bet on your on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Third and final segment here on this Monday, February 6th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, a game day edition of the show. Wanted to, of course, wanted to get an extra episode out for you guys prior to tonight's game to just get back into that mode. It's go time. I, I feel it myself as a, as a fan of this team, as a person who covers them as well. And I'm just ready to put All-Star behind. And speaking of, we saw some images from Morning Skate. And they did not keep the wavy blue lines from the pictures that I saw. They did not keep the sun on the face-off circles, neither. And that's a little bit of a bummer for, for me personally, seeing that. I'm like, come on, man. Like, why not keep that as a as as a, for for the rest of the season at least? I thought it was a, I thought it was kind of cool. But for tonight's game, I mean, you look at the first two matchups between Florida and Tampa Bay, the fifth game of the season, which is only the Panthers' second home game of the season, uh, where the Panthers really cost themselves the game by a late penalty by Matthew Kachuk in, in, in overtime. And it was 
after a hit that Nikita Kucherov had on Sasha Barkov earlier in that game, and then the just the timing of Matthew Kachuk uh, committing that penalty against Nikita Kucherov ended up with the Tampa Bay Lightning taking that first one in overtime. And Braden Point, three goals in the two games, and we've known him as a Panther killer, got the overtime winner, and also got one earlier in, in that game as well. And just this the continue how the Tampa Bay Lightning continuously live in the slot and put so much pressure on Sergey Bobrovsky, which Sergey Bobrovsky, if you look back at that second game where it back in, I believe December 10th, the, the Lightning were just dominating the possession and Sergey Bobrovsky was just keeping the cats in it. And the only goal came when Zach Dalpy on a sharp angle deflects it off Mikhail Sergachev. And the Panthers, they've made Mikhail, Mikhail Sergachev into a freaking turnstile in these first two games. After rewatching some of the some of the games prior to recording this, they they've they've done a great job of making him into to a turnstile. And really, you just gotta avoid the having them in the dirty areas. Easy easier said than done because I mean, that's a team that's fourth in goals for, third on the power play as well. They have the best goalie in the league, Andre Vasilevsky. And you just got to not throw muffins at him and just not be kept to the perimeter because that that first, that second matchup, it was really what, it, what was the difference. And we saw it all through that playoff series, even last season it, it, where the Panthers got swept and continuously uh, not scoring on that power play as well. I mean, and it's... Uh, and it's just continued to to just haunt them. And, and you know, the Panthers still have a chance to weirdly win the season series as far as points. If they uh if they win but their their next two games against Tampa Bay, both in regulation, there's still a chance for it to happen. But you know, you just worry about getting one game, one win at a time. And honestly. Because the Panthers are chasing for a wild card as well, even if you win this in overtime, it's not that much of a swing for the Cats because they're the chances of them finishing in that top three. Everybody is emotionally preparing for Tampa Bay Toronto of a, a rematch in round one, where the looks like that the Maple Leafs could get home ice advantage again, but it doesn't matter for the Tampa Bay Lightning. It doesn't matter for them. And just get the win. That's really what matters because you're going to face this team again very soon after on February 28th at Emily Arena, which Panthers, they've historically haven't played well over there at Emily Arena over the last five to six years. And I believe if I remember correctly, there was a seven game losing streak that was snapped in the 2021 season. But still, the Panthers haven't, uh found ways to win too often there and i mean there were some memorable moments i mean ryan lomberg uh scoring during the playoffs i mean ryan lomberg uh really came came to life uh after that and has solidified his spot in the lineup i mean you never see him scratched anymore uh for the for the panthers um but 
you know, you got you got to try just try to find a way to just not allow the lightning to live in the slot. And of course, this is this is the three time defending Eastern Conference champion. You just if you're gonna go to the box four or five times in the game, chances are, <laughs> chances are, they're gonna at least score on one or two of them based on their averages, based on their percentages, you, you just can't, you just can't expect, you just can't expect to, to win a, win a game if the ice is tilted in, in that direction for, for the Panthers. And it, and it starts with just being more disciplined for this Cats team. And of course, Sergei Bobrovsky, like I said, he gave him a chance in that second game. And it, I don't know what to expect out of, Bobrovsky after not starting since January 18th after leaving early against the Canadians. But if we get any type of Bobrovsky that we did see from December to before that injury, the Panthers will give themselves a chance to go on a run and listen after this, you get two days off before the rebuilding San Jose sharks come to town. And then the Stanley cup champion, Colorado avalanche uh, come to town, which the avalanche were hot going into the all-star break. The, the Panthers got the Avs uh, at a really good time when they were struggling with injuries, and sh- and even though they almost blew the lead as well, but you got to win over them, and you still have a, an opportunity to get another, even though the Avs are getting healthier. So big week for the Panthers ahead, and big game that starts tonight. Three three more home games left right before you go on a four game road trip. So crucial really important for for the Panthers to just start building towards that 700 win percentage that's necessary. And there is going to come a point where if the Panthers do in fact drop a few few consecutive games that they're going to have to get five wins in a row in order to have a chance, but you don't, you still don't need that right now for, for the Panthers. Just win it, win a few games at a time. Don't drop too many points. I mean, like I said, the, Winning the type of the type of record you would need it will be something like twenty eight and two or nineteen seven and four, eighteen six and six, somewhere around that ballpark, somewhere between eighteen to twenty wins in order to qualify. So that keep keep that in your head as uh, as the Panthers uh, playoffs begin now. On tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we'll be recapping the game between the Florida Panthers. Versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's Sergey Bobrovsky versus Andre Vasilevsky in net tonight for the Bolts. And we will bring you all opinions, analysis, and stats based on tonight's third of four matchups between the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Stu Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski gives you a 20-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports scene with exclusive interviews and the take of the day. Follow Locked On Sports Today on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Sorry, Marmando Velez, signing off.
and you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.